right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't see why not. I don't see why not. I don't see why not. <laughs> is that our motto? That's a, that's really it's it's really is. We just kind of go with the flow. We do whatever we can. I think, and hope people listen. I think that's what makes this podcast so. Um, what's the word? I'm so charming. zesty. Oh. Okay. <laughs> we have guest day on the pod. This is the Ridiculous People podcast. And we have a few more ridiculous people than usual. Yeah, yeah. Super fucking exciting. First of all, based on the title of this podcast, you should know. First of all, follow us. Follow at us. a ridiculous pod on okay. Instagram. That's true. You could, or you can follow me at Alex Chan, A-L-U-X-S-H-A-N. And on Twitter, or, Instagram. You can follow me at Libiosa, L-I-B-I-O-S-A-H on Twitter and Instagram as well. So that's fun. But you have more people to follow. Get your phone out. ready. <laughs> because you also got to follow the movies that raised us. Yes. The movie that raised us podcast is here Yay. to talk shit. And we just talk oh my about Lord. We're here to fuck shit up and we don't care. Amazing. Mo and Christina, um, tell the people about yourself. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I have a podcast. You just said that with Christina Schmidt. And um, if you wanted to follow me, you can do that at this isn't embarrassing. I love my handle. It's Mo Money Mo Problems. (laughs) And um, the money and the problems, the O is actually a zero. So just you can search Mo Cruz. I'm sure you'll find one result. So yeah, that's a little about me. I'm Christina. <laughs> um, I also have a podcast and you can follow me at IDK Christina underscore on everything because I always have to underscore because there's always another Christina that doesn't know, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah. If you wanted to follow our pod TikTok, you can also do that. It's pretty active. It's movies that raised us pod. Got a lot of cool clips that Christina made of the show and amazing y2k movie cuts it's like a really fun time i saw i saw on your i i saw on my for you page before it fucking refreshed itself sometimes it does this i don't know if you've experienced Mm -hmm. this but i it like came up and then it immediately refreshed my 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 screen and i couldn't refine it but i'm gonna go back and refine it that you were making a cocktail based on cinderella based on brand cinderella which is so exciting Yes, um, we did a little thank God for my sweet boyfriend who really like assisted me when I was having a meltdown making that. Um, <laughs> but yes, it's a little Moonlight Buck. We love Hendrix gin. So we, we made a cocktail. Mm-hmm. We're big gin drinkers over here. Oh, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's good to know we have that common ground. Yes, definitely. As well as talking about movies wow yes yes what made you guys start the pod we'd actually talked about starting a podcast for like a year before we did um and so we were like (laughs) quarantine we'll never have more time than we do now so let's do it and we sat down we were like let's do like every other girl in their 20s let's do like a dating and lifestyle podcast yes and we tried to kick some ideas around nothing was really coming together clicking and then mm-hmm. mo was like well what if we did like an episode about like gilmore girls and then we were like what if we just do a podcast where we watch like old stuff from the 2000s that we loved and it all clicked into place and now we're here incredible it's awesome. Exactly. It's such a good concept. Yeah. Thank it's such you. a like 
iconic era, you know? Yeah. Especially now. Especially now more than ever. Now um, more than ever. We need to talk about it. <laughs> it's unprecedented. It is unprecedented. Yes. Exactly. I feel like one of the reasons we wanted to do this specific genre was because it was like happy. And we were like, yeah. what if we did like nostalgic movies that just like make you feel good and kind of uncovering some of the ways that that influenced our lives, like as kids watching those movies and also like talking about the artistic merit of these tween movies. We're like, what if we believed teenage girls and yeah. uh, believe that they underwent trauma and these wild experiences? Preach. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. We actually have, we have, um, not to promote our pod on <laughs> our pod, but um, we actually have two episodes where we list movies that made us mm-hmm. um, around sort of that tween mm-hmm. era, but we kind right. of talk like nice. a little bit like younger teenagers yeah. and it's not all feel good stuff because both of us right. are fucked in the head. So um <laughs> Yeah, we have like we kind of went down the list mm-hmm. like a That's little fun. bit. Yeah, a little bit into our podcast, and we we're like, "Wow, this shit is so fun mm-hmm. to think back to like the stuff that we were renting on DVD from the library." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, try to give ourselves film education, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Um, and it was really fun, and like we didn't really revisit it. We were just kind of like, "Oh, this title I remember. This title I remember," you know. Um, but it, as soon as I saw that you guys were doing this, I was like, oh my God, yes. Like, that's such a good idea. Definitely. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Thanks. It's I feel like fun. everyone's just like reaching for joy any yeah, place they can get it totally. now. So I think that's why like nostalgia is really having a moment right now. Totally. Yeah. And I actually talked about this a little bit, I think in one of our most recent episodes, how I see teen movies going forward. I think we're going to see kind of a resurgence of the, like the campy type of joy that we saw in the two thousands because stuff is so dark right now. Because Mm -hmm. if you look back after nine 11 happened, the first uh, musical that opened on Broadway was Mamma Mia. And that was never supposed to be a hit, but because it was just like joyous and fun, everyone like grabbed onto it for dear life. And then it was huge. And I feel like we're yeah. going to see a similar kind of thing in cinema moving forward where we're going to yeah. have more fun and more joy. I hope so. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. It feels also like it, everyone kind of leaned into this like gritty realism. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, around like 2008 ish you know and it felt like that was like the standard and it felt feels like we're kind of doing like a bit of magical realism right now yeah and then hopefully oh yeah we'll get into some high reference camp and irreverence absolutely yeah. i think we're gonna be dying for it like it's, things have just gotten a little too earnest in mm-hmm. the way that i hate not necessarily like a way that's like because I, I i love a little bit of earnestness like, yeah i mean don't mm-hmm. get me wrong but like I think we're going to exit out of this like Joker era yeah. of like oh, shit. You know what I mean? And yeah. kind of go into a place of like, not everything has to be, you know, full of commentary mm-hmm. in a way that's like in your fucking face. Yeah. They can all, they can, things can be a little bit just bizarre and off the wall for no reason. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. totally. yeah, I think that we're due for it. Definitely. Totally. Do. Yeah. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about like how you met? Because oh. we all have like yeah. NYU roots. Yeah. Yes. Go Violets. 
Um, so, <laughs> I was like, what's the mask? Are the Bobcats? What are we supposed to be? So, it was literally based off of the library. Yeah. Yeah. The Bob's catalog. catalog. No. <laughs> Jinx. So embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. We, well, we met at Tish. <clears throat> I sound like disgusting. We met at Tish and, um, Y'all also, actually, I don't know, Liv, did you go to Tish as well? I did. I was in the film department. Okay. She was in the film awesome. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we went to Tish together, specifically the same acting studio. So we were in the experimental theater wing, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a la Pen 15 creators. Yes. Oh, that's true. So, oh, I yeah. didn't know that they were ATW. Yeah. Oh my we God, got to meet fun. them like them. two years ago now. We met yeah. them because they mm-hmm. came to New York to do a bunch of press for the show. Mm-hmm. And our teacher, Kevin, was like, they're giving a talk. Would you like to come? And we were like, I was yes, like, please. please. Yeah. yeah, it was really the cool. Best. They were super yeah. nice. Yeah. So um, we met there and um, hit it off simply. Yeah. Just like became really good friends. And like, luckily we were able to have a little community and like are still really tight with um i'm can't count three other yes it's like you me and christina and nora and emory yeah yeah cool all of these yeah. friendships of ours um it's so funny because like I don't want to always bring it back to NYU, but then it's like how that, that's like the baseline of how I know so many fucking people in the right. city. Exactly. Like they exactly. run across my plate for different reasons, but it's like, oh yeah, initially I met them at NYU. Mm-hmm. You know? And when I think about, I'm like, oh, like why am I still in New York aside from like trying to pick, like pound the concrete, right. doing acting? <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, at all my friends are from New York and 90% of them are from NYU. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge community to like turn around and try to walk away from. And even, even the idea for me of like spending any time in LA is like, I would be immediately holding on to the people that I know from NYU right. who are out there, <laughs> thing, right? who are from there and returned or, mm-hmm. you know, just moved out there to mm-hmm. keep acting or writing or whatever and it's like it's really funny to mm-hmm. think about yeah it's just i mean yeah. there were just so many fucking people that went there it's, yeah it's so many we were talking about this yesterday too it feels like the older we get um people like we'll keep meeting people like a, a good friend of ours we we're in a writer's group with him i met him at a job and he was like he went to nyu the year below me below us yeah but we were talking like we have a lot of mutual friends and like mm-hmm. you know, it's so in common and like it's just it, it keeps yeah. popping up i have a lot yeah. we, i feel like we have a lot of friends nyu friends we didn't really know in we school, did not know it nyu but yeah you know yeah the connections the connections <laughs> the city is our campus oh my god that well the um empire state of mind song that kept playing on oh my god. <laughs> yeah. i'm just grateful that we weren't freshmen when welcome to new york by taylor swift came out god yeah because that would have been, been playing at every single event yeah yeah that is really annoying <laughs> that's so funny they did play that at our graduation 
They did. They did. They had a little performance. There was some like musical theater people and they were like, welcome to New York. Wait, what year did you guys graduate? 2018. Oh, oh. we graduated 2016. Yeah. My oh my God, God, I didn't know you were two years ahead of us. Yeah, I didn't know that either. My I guess God, I, I, like, I assumed that you were maybe one year behind us but i didn't think too i didn't put the together that yeah. the song would come out so i was like wait really when did they perform i know because we had maggie Rogers <laughs> at our fucking she wasn't even the main act yeah. the main act was like yeah. people were gonna go on tour with rent <laughs> like <laughs> they did oh, like a friend my performance God. and they were like yeah. and we were all like okay oh, yes our friend our friend was in that. Yeah, <laughs> went Sammy. On tour. yeah. There you go. And it was like cool, sick. But then also like Maggie Rogers played, and everybody was genuinely grooving. Like everyone was like, yeah. "Wait, this girl's oh, yeah. she's good." Yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh, that's the girl that made Pharrell cry." Yes, yes. I then, remember that happening. Now she's a, a billionaire and is super famous and mm-hmm. yeah. such a good hang out with Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah. My God, don't yeah. even get me started. I'm obsessed with Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Have you seen the ASMR video that she did? No. So I don't know if you're into that. I I am very into that. (laughs) Yeah. That's so funny. She she did a little video where she guested on um, this woman's page. Her name is It's Blitz. And she just like gave her like a scalp massage and stuff like that. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. Phoebe was like actually ASMR specifically that like woman influenced her album. (gasps) That's crazy. That's so interesting. Yeah, I recently just bought a bunch of Phoebe Bridgers merch because she was going to give the profits to um, rebuilding housing in Houston for single mothers and the elderly. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have some skeleton sweatpants coming that say Phoebe Bridgers on the ass. I'm pretty excited. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, but so also, Christina, you are a third culture kit, which I remember from like some fuzzy detail from us having feminism yes. class together um because yeah. i was like oh shit i know uh, for some reason i went i walked into nyu and immediately became friends with almost only third culture kids interesting <laughs> so Liv is one yes i figured you guys yeah. maybe, i don't know if you guys want to just give like a rundown of where you're quote unquote sure. from yeah excellent question um my so i was born in red deer alberta in canada um that's where my parents are both from and when i was four we moved to shanghai and i lived there till i was eight and then we moved to singapore and i lived there till i was 18 and then came to new york lived there for five years and then i moved to toronto in 2019 and now i'm canadian again i guess but not really. I'm like a fake Canadian, but technically right. I am one. Canadian. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> a phonadian. Yeah. yeah. Phonadian. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. That's cool. That is so cool. Oh. Our my my random randomly assigned still good friend, freshman roommate Mora is from like Peoria, Illinois. Very like blonde haired, blue eyed. Mm-hmm. Spent her entire high school years in Beijing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. She, she didn't live anywhere else before that, did she? I don't know. She had kind of moved about yeah, um, because of her mom's here. But it was like mostly in the States, but then yeah. she moved to Beijing and she spent her high yeah. school years in Beijing. And I was like, that's crazy. I've never been outside of Philadelphia. And then I met her next door and she was like, 
I've also been a million places in the world. And I was like, okay, I guess it's just me then. <laughs> That's never been a place. I don't know how you found us all. I don't know how I found you all, but I but selected God, you immediately. Each other. I don't know. All my friends were, I, so I grew up in Germany. Um, mm-hmm. a, a couple places. I spent time in Ger- most of my time in Germany. Well, you are, uh, do the, do the, the whole story. Yeah. Okay. You just <laughs> the whole thing. Fair. I was born in DC. Um, my dad worked for the uh, government under the Clinton administration and uh, after 9-11, a little bit because of after. Yeah, I, we, we can't say that legally, but um, we moved. Uh, my dad uh, started looking at other countries and uh, he uh, decided on Germany because that's where he went to. He did a Fulbright program there when he was young. Oh, awesome. And um, so I ended up moving there with him when I was like six. Oh my god! Yeah, Yeah. eighth grade, right? Yeah, such an intense. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I went to German school, so I repeated the eighth grade um, because I couldn't Mm -hmm. keep up. Obviously, speak German. Yeah, and um, while I was, I mean, I I sort of jumped around a lot from there. Uh, my parents divorced and I took it poorly. So I ran around the world. Um, <laughs> um, I went, I was spent some time in the UK. I spent some time in uh, China as well, mm-hmm. in Harbin. So like way, okay. way yeah. I only lasted, I, it was four months. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I could make it. I was like, yeah. going back to Germany. Um, and some time in California. So. And then huh. they would just speak Chinese at each other. <laughs> More so then I would just be like, you guys are so uh, I'll make a man out of you in Chinese, <laughs> in Chinese. which is sung by Jackie Chan in the Chinese mm. dog which is fun that, that is yeah, very fun Chan. we do yeah, that's so cool that is very fun but I hated how many languages they would all, they would all speak languages around me like conversational French was happening mm. the one girl was from Spain and like that's true they, right? they would all just like immediately like ask a question in French and then answer in fucking Cantonese or some shit. And I was like, okay, cool. That's fine. I barely yeah. speak English good. That's fine. I'm good. How has she found all these people? I don't know. But I, yeah. I, I'm like, I can do accents. It's true, you can. Does that count? Yeah, it's, a, it's a skill for sure. It was, it was so. yeah, very funny though. Yeah. I, yeah, a lot of whenever, now whenever I, I know another third culture kid. I'm like, oh my God, I know about those. Hi. Yes. You guys should yeah. talk to each other. <laughs> did, you, Make friends. Yeah. did you did you did you enjoy your time in China? And what was your favorite? Um, well, I mean, I was so young when we lived in China and mm-hmm. Shanghai was like so different when yeah. I lived there than it is now. Cause like I moved there in 2000, there were not a lot of foreigners there. Oh, yeah. Um, Starbucks, I think, had like just arrived around when I did. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like this small, blonde, blue-eyed, white child <laughs> speaking like fluent Mandarin in the market to translate for my parents. So there were a lot of crowds that would form around me. And like, there are just <laughs> hundreds of pictures out there of me with like random Chinese children. Um, <laughs> just everywhere we went, yeah. I got my hair pulled out a couple of times. So yeah. because of that, I became like a very shy child because I got like a lot of attention that I just didn't understand because I was a toddler essentially. Yeah. Um, sure. But I did really love living there. I had like a great childhood. And then we moved to Singapore when I was eight. So my memories of Singapore are like much more solid and right. I remember them a lot better. And I loved Singapore. It was such a great place to grow up. 
Yeah. It's like beautiful. There's amazing things to do. The food is the best in the world. I will die on that hill. Nice. It's like nowhere measures up to it, but. Did you go to an international school while you were in Singapore? I did. Yeah. My parents are both teachers at international school. So that's like why we moved there. Yeah. Yeah. More an international school and Liv decided they did not. She went to a German school. Like to throw that out. Yeah. 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 Not her decision, but her consequence. It was that the schools in Germany are free. I I went to a private school and it was like 200 euros a year or some shit. Yeah. but it, you know, it was just much cheaper than the international school. And at that point, my dad was like, I'm Definitely. Done. So yeah, yeah, there you go. Free school. Oh yeah. If I, if my parents like weren't teaching at the schools that I went to never would have been yeah, able I mean, to afford that, that them. Would be like, insane if they were insane. like, yeah, you can go to a local school while we teach <laughs> the international <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, my mom was actually not even a teacher when we moved to China. Just my dad was, she was like a, in office administration, like in businesses and stuff. And my dad had been a high school teacher for a really long time. And he kind of felt like he had done everything he could at the school he was at and wanted like a new challenge. So he went to a job fair, got an offer from, Whoa. from Shanghai and from Brazil. He was like, I don't know. I just have a feeling about this school in Shanghai. Let's go for two years. We'll just go for two years and then come back. It'll be like a little adventure. My parents now live in Macau. They're still in Asia to this day. Um, But we got to Shanghai and my mom started doing like substitute teaching and completely fell in love with teaching like kindergarten. So she learned, like studied and got her um, diploma to become an official teacher. And now they're both like my dad's a principal. My mom is like one of the heads of kindergarten. They're on their new adventure now. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. I'm like, it could never be me. I don't have the patience to be a teacher, but I commend both of you. So much respect for teachers, though, especially now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Well, where did you grow up? Do you have a more, do you have a complicated answer? Because I don't. (laughs) No, I certainly do not either. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I just grew up in Connecticut, in the middle of Connecticut. It's like New Haven County. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am like 25 minute drive from New Haven if you're familiar. Um, yeah. And I just went to like public school and then I went to a performing arts school for high school. Um, yeah, I, I really, that was like a great time for me because I simply did not want to be at my public high school. I did like a half day program. So I did academics in the morning and take a bus to an art school and, um, yeah. And then, I went to NYU. My mother came here from the former Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. So she is cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, pretty, pretty simple, pretty straightforward. I do not speak any other language than English because um, my dad spoke, spoke Spanish, like technically still can a bit, but has like, doesn't interact with anyone in Spanish. So um yeah. And then they were both like, yeah, we're not going to teach her Romanian or Spanish because that will hurt her oh, learning English <laughs> because that's what people believed like back then. What, they were like, yeah, in the yeah. Night, it was crazy. The things that they believed about children, <laughs> you know, True. just, across the board. just in, yeah, in general, Definitely. Yeah. especially like my mom, my mom has talked about um, for some reason, like the way that they think it's safe for infants to sleep. 
over the years has gone through so much. She's like, I used to have wedges yeah. on your side. Like she's like, yeah. like they were guessing. Like she's like the shit that yeah. they thought was going to damage your child back in the day. Right. Like that's so interesting. You have to do now and vice versa. Like it's so crazy. I don't know if you've ever read um, Christopher Lash. He's like, um, I guess like he would con- be considered a philosopher. Like he did like uh, psychology psychology stuff and one of his biggest things is like because of all this information and like an overload of direction of how everything should be done like you don't listen to your natural instincts so like when Uh parents raise children they're like reading all these parenting books and all this stuff but um it's overflowing their like natural instinct as like a caregiver to the child that is naturally going to tell you like how to take care of the spawn. That's absolutely spawn. (laughs) True though. Like I will say like my mom has enough Italian in her that she was like, "Mm, you're not going to tell me to not hold my kid when my kid's crying. Like that's just not what's happening next. And like, if that's good for other people, that's good for other people. But like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to not do the things that all of the women in my family have been doing for generations. There's like a dash of striga happening. There's like a bit of witchiness. They act mm-hmm. like it's Catholicism. <laughs> we don't do here on this podcast. <laughs> have the shit she says. I'm like, that's not Christianity. Um, and she's like, it mm-hmm. is, it is. And I'm like, hmm, that's witchcraft. Um, like, <laughs> so there's been a lot of shit handed down in my family, Italian wise. I just grew up outside Philly. The only thing that's interesting about that was that I went to Catholic school. It was very. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? Oh, of course not. <laughs> no, of course not. Um, <laughs> it's funny because, like, um, oh, I should do that TikTok trend. That's like, yeah, you look like a sprinkled guy, and like, what the fuck's that supposed to mean? Because I feel like I've gotten like, oh yeah, okay, I get your whole thing now. You oh, went to Catholic Lord. school, and I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, what? But it's like, yeah. <laughs> That is my whole thing. Like I, my rebellious nature kind of came from literally debating religion with my religion teachers mm-hmm. in high school because I read one Joseph Campbell book and thought I was smarter than everyone, you know, because <laughs> I didn't really believe in a personal God anymore or something. It's like right. aggressive. Um, but yeah, I mean, in general, it's, it's a fucked up environment. It's very bizarre. I had to wear uniforms up till I went to NYU. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So like, of course I started dyeing my hair red when I was 16. You know what I mean? It was like anything, any sort of individuality I could try to muster. I was gonna, you know? Um, but yeah, I just like grew up going to like competitive dance class as well, which is how I kind of got into like the arts. It was very Abby Lee Miller. Oh, Yeah. We love ABDC. Yeah. Um, except my dance teacher was like, very gorgeous and skinny so it was worse when she called us fat right you know because it was like hard and we were like seven um but that's yeah yeah, that'll do it insane that'll do it it's true (laughs) it's so true um so then yeah i got to atlantic at nyu and i was like guys this isn't even bad they're not even like calling us stupid little shit for arms this is fine it's not even emotionally abusive (laughs) from everything i've heard about Atlantic and totally correction me if I'm wrong. Okay. It was emotionally abusive. Yeah, and- well, that's the thing. Like, how <laughs> the fuck up gauge is the thing. So I was like, no, it's not. But also, what do I know about that? Yeah. Because 
I have been, I was just like, this is how creative people teach other creative people things. Right. Yeah. Right. Through like <laughs> intense psycho analysis and rigorous training shit. I don't know. I was like, I feel like I was kind of built for that place. So it worked well for me, but at the same right. time, like, I'm not like rushing back to work with them. Like there are certain people sure. that I love to death and who I still collaborate with constantly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. just frying us to death. I had like a sugar-free Red Bull addiction because I was trying to hang out with the film kids when I wasn't at Atlantic. Mm-hmm. And it was just like that they did not build in time for you to have any other kind Social of life. life. Mm-hmm. No, or right. even do like schoolwork. Word, yeah. <laughs> you do like essay writing or whatever. Um, yeah, they were really intense. They were very like, if the door is shut, you may not come in, please kill yourself, etc. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. It, it I've heard a lot of stories about running down to like the pier or like oh, the yeah. East River Park and like yeah. having to run around the river. Oh yeah, yeah. We would sometimes do that. I don't know. But then I was like, <laughs> if I don't want to do it, I'm just gonna like walk or jog. And then she'd be like, Hey, keep running. And I would go like, eh. <laughs> and then they would go like, Okay. Like, I don't know. Like that's the other thing. I think a lot of some people who had issues with Atlantic either pushed back too much and they got too much they just got in fights with people. Mm-hmm. And right, then yeah. like, oh, you just don't like it here, get out, you know, whatever. And then other times it's like if you were kind of like, hey no i don't want to then they would kind of just go like okay because they wanted to treat us like adults it was like the kind of answer to it technically can't make you do anything no they can't right well and i mean i just think a lot of people were like going in there being like you guys should change how you run it and it's like no if it's not working for you just don't do the thing right and like they might be mad about it but who cares at the end of the fucking day you know i don't know it's about feeling like that was to speak up that was my pov again because I've been pushed around my whole life. <laughs> like, I went to Catholic school. Like we weren't allowed to go to the bathroom when they didn't like it. Like we weren't yeah. allowed to like, we had a, a morality class where they taught us what we were supposed to consider moral and amoral. Like, I mean, okay. <laughs> I came from a place where I was like, if I don't like what you're saying, I'm going to sit there and go, okay. And then walk away and be like, yeah, I'm not doing any of that shit. You know, like, yeah. But that was also because of my own experience. So my own experience lent that place to be actually like quite useful to me because it gave me a lot of interesting tools to work with mm-hmm. um, and to know what it's like to have a fucking insane overloaded schedule. Which like if you're working on a if you're a working actor on a TV show, especially like, yeah, it's going to be kind of fucking nuts for a good portion of your schedule. And then you'll have just a couple of months where you do absolutely nothing, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of like, I'm I'm like, yeah, it worked for me. That's kind of my POV on that place. But I understand if it didn't work for other people, for sure. But I think they should be a little more choosy about who they throw <laughs> into the shark tank over there. It's also the, they always have the biggest class, too. Yeah. Um, like for our freshman class, I think it was like 70 something, almost 100 people in Atlantic. <gasps> Jesus Christ. Wow. For us, it was like 50 in ECW. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. It was a small studio. Yeah. We only ever had two sections per year. So. Oh, yeah. We had like four. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder why. Yeah. They need, they need to chill out on who they send over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, 
Shall we get into what we've been watching? Yeah. Have you guys been watching anything recently that you would oh. like? <laughs> Have we been watching? <laughs> Have we been watching <laughs> One Tree Hill? Oh. I'm talking <laughs> Sophia Bush. That's yeah, amazing. we've both been watching One Tree Hill kind of at the same time. I've seen it all before, but Mo hasn't. Um, and so, like, I'm I'm just on season six now. So I've watched a stupid amount of this show. Wow. It's so long. I've never seen it. Not a single episode. I have no idea what it's about. Mo, you want to you want to take it away? It's like a generalized rundown of like the themes. Definitely. <laughs> Let me make sure. Um, I just want to make sure my backup recording is good to go. Sick. We love a backup. Yes. We love making sure tech is still happening. Yeah. Just the bane of my existence. Which is like, what good is that? You know, you're not, not going to commodify it. Exactly. That's the conversation I'd like to be horizontal. You know what I mean? Is that like a quarantine thing? Like, if you want to have this like, a regular conversation, yeah, I like, should be I laying down. down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to sit up. I'm tired <laughs> yeah. of sitting around doing nothing. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> it's exhausting to do nothing all the time. I stood the cook it yesterday is. and I'm like... <sighs> have you watched One Tree Hill? I watched a little bit of it, but I didn't watch it. Watch it. I um, was a gossip girl. And mm. from way back. Strong word. Uh, oh, please, you've watched it every year. I do, but <laughs> I don't. It doesn't mean I like it. You know what I mean? Okay. It's a little bit yeah. of a hate thing. Um, right. I feel like people who watch Gossip Girl still are like, yeah, you watch it to kind of get angry. Um, but I've watched, never seen Gossip Girl. It's, it's absolute trash, but I highly recommend it, honestly. Um, it's a. Uh, my theory is that season one, I think season one was actually good. And I think yes. it was good. It got bad after season one because that was the financial crash. And my theory is that the writers wow. knew how to handle it. Yeah. Because suddenly nothing made any sense and everyone was absolutely infuriating, which is why it makes you so bad to watch because everyone yeah. is bad, you know? So yeah. Was like, that going on during like the writer's strike? That yes, and that season was perhaps the worst of all of the seasons. That because makes everyone's trying to do absolute psychopaths. Yes, absolute they assassinated every single character one by one. Yeah, it truly yeah. evil people by that yeah. point. Oh so, what's One Tree Hill about? Tell us about One Tree Hill. Yes. Well, well, well. <laughs> one Tree Hill, and I think one of the reasons I love it so much is because it's at its core. At its core, it is a basketball story. Um, <laughs> I love basketball. I was like, I'm hooked. The pilot hooked me because it initially happens. There are two kids in this town that are brothers, but their father was like, had the first one, didn't just decided, no, I'm not going to father that. I'm going to father the second child um, that I accidentally had. And that's where we start. They're like 16, 17. And um, they finally like encounter each other because one of them gets to play on the basketball team that the other one is a star of. And it kind of goes into this whole drama of like what happens when he, Lucas Scott, a.k.a. Chad Michael Murray, leaves the river court and joins this elite basketball 
team, the Ravens. And we just get to see like them evolve as people. Insane. Absolutely batshit things happen. (laughs) Sophia Bush is there. Hillary Burton is there. There's love triangles. Like, yes. All the drama you could ever want from a CW teen show. So then after season four, season five, they do a five-year time jump because they're like, we're not fucking around with college. They're like, we're going to skip college. We're not even going to talk about it. Now they're (laughs) friends. Wait, that's wild. They fucking omit college as a plot point. Totally, totally. They're like, what are people doing now? They were like, no, we're just going to jump. Um, some yep. of the characters went to college, but it takes off in this like fifth fifth season where these things happen so that they all end up in Tree Hill again. Yes, oh, okay. they all move back. Sort of like, like one of them is one of them is the CEO of like a successful couture clothing line at twenty two. The other oh. one has a best selling book. One of them was like <laughs> supposed to be drafted by the NBA, but then he like injured himself and like ruined oh, his oh, life. That like, would, yeah, that would make more like, sense because that's the timeline. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, but it's really insane watching it now that I'm older than they are. Because when I watched it for the first time, I was in high school, right. and now I'm like. 22 year olds yeah right. i'm like why what? are you getting married yeah why are you saying, are, are they a child are they like having families at this point well there's Some a couple them. that gets married in high school when they're 16 in the I'm first sorry. season no really well he's emancipated so it's okay yeah and your parents are like yeah that just sounds she's like been more responsible. you're selling me on the show <laughs> i know yeah. like I mean, it, it's crazy and then there's this like other girl who's totally off the deep end like she needs some serious serious therapy and she simply does not get that therapy um yeah yeah there's all these it's like basically they're the parents are so absent that the writers um, have enabled the characters to just get into the serious, most insane trouble oh because there are no parents around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Oh my God. Great. Wow. I mean, that was a really good pitch. I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, in. do I? I it's, think you should watch it. It's honestly a trip. It's like, <laughs> Liv's, Liv's partner loves basketball, basketball. and okay. you can be like, "Listen, there's basketball." Wait, I'm gonna watch it as a basketball show, and not because he makes her watch the Celtics. And she had she continues. Is he a Celtics fan? He's a Celtics fan. She can't say Celtics. She only he must be upset right now. The word is pronounced Celtic, <laughs> but that's okay. It's we fine. have this discussion every day. I've been trying to teach her how to say Celtics on the first go, so that he doesn't get violently. Like upset considering he stopped it's literally his favorite. He stopped correct. Of course he did. But I'm like, you can't say that around basketball people. They're gonna fucking be like, what are you talking about? He, he's accepted. The Celtic people. <laughs> That's what he said. He was like, you sound like you're talking about like people of the country. Yeah, like That's old yeah. people who are in Ireland, <laughs> exactly. like not the Celtics as who's, a basketball team. What's your, your team? team? Oh, the Brooklyn Nets. Okay, um, really huge Brooklyn Nets fan. I know that like the Knicks are the team of the city, but um, the Nets. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's like the Knicks are also wildly disappointing. Like, exactly. Exactly. We know. We're like, oh, and oh. so were the Nets until like this season. I mean, they did go to the playoffs last season, but they were like the eight, seventh or eighth seeded team. Um, yeah, and they're just popping off right now. They've acquired some amazing players. Just get, didn't they just get someone? They literally just got, oh, I can't remember his name. I 
keep thinking he is the ex of Kim Kardashian and he is not. It is not. (laughs) That's fair. That's a fair assumption. Chris Humphreys, I think, is the ex of Kim Kardashian. Yeah, and it's it's not him. (laughs) They acquired Kanye West. (laughs) He's also very mentally ill. (laughs) Yeah. Um yes. Okay. That's really fun. We've we watched WandaVision. We watched all of WandaVision mm-hmm. in yeah. like one day. <laughs> Not in one sitting. Oh, wow. Yeah, in our defense, we were like working on other shit while it was like on in the background, especially the first couple episodes. We were kind of just like, yeah, yeah, yeah I know what's going on. Yeah. Um, and then got into it by the end of the season, yeah. don't you think? Yeah. But I wasn't like, I don't know. I feel like I wasn't as bowled over as everybody expected me to be. I feel like a lot of people yeah. were like, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. And I was like, yeah. It was good, but I thought that like, I don't know. I thought some of it was like a little heavy handed. Oh yeah. A lot of it was like not super believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, For sure. It gave me a lot of smart house vibes when I saw the, like the trailer. <laughs> yes. Yes. It does kind of have, see, I feel kind of the opposite way okay. just in that I was really impressed because my own expectations were, were low. Okay. Low. That's right. So I kind of was bowled over, but I also had people being like, you have to watch it. Yeah. Like I had just mm-hmm. online, people are like, watch WandaVision. That's good. And I was like, is it, <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. I think that, <laughs> yeah. I think that also that like WandaVision was so good. I got kind of out of the POV of people who were expecting nothing from it. Yeah. Who were like watching it with their like nerd husbands and being like, wow, wait a minute. Cause I saw stuff on TikTok about it actually uh-huh. from women that were like roughly our age, maybe a little older yeah. being like, mm-hmm. actually WandaVision like deconstructs grief in a really interesting way and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh. cool. And then I started watching it and then I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it does kind of, but also yeah. it, like it could have gone well, I think deeper. I, I would think. say in its defense, not to like sit here and defend Marvel. I, know. I don't really care, but like um, how much you've been paid by the devil? <laughs> not, <laughs> zero. not enough. <laughs> I will just say, I think it's another, I've just been trying to be hyper aware of this recently. And okay. we've even discussed this on the pod okay. where it's like, I want to be aware of the stuff that we're watching that I know about to a great extent that I think general audiences maybe don't. You okay, know what fair I mean? Enough, yeah. And it, I feel like probably the opposite way, there's probably some shit that I'm watching and I'm like, whoa, when everyone's like, yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> Most things about American high school life, I'm like, wait, really? You know, and everyone's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm trying to be more, we, I think we talked about it when we were watching Promising Young Woman, where I was kind of like, I had a big revelation in the middle of the movie of like, okay i need to take a step back from being you know i was getting really annoyed i think in the beginning of watching that movie mm-hmm. where i was like i mean everybody knows this and then had right. to have in the middle of the movie we're like no, no they don't yet. most people don't no they don't that's yeah the that's fair you know and it's just it's kind of interesting because it's like you're speaking to now like your knowledge of like marvel right yeah. and like i don't know nearly half as much about marvel sure, at right. all yeah and that is a hard like line to toe in terms of making more Marvel content because there are going to be right. people who know everything about Marvel watching this. Mm-hmm. But then you want there to be an in for people who haven't oh, yeah, seen every single one of those exactly, movies. Exactly, yeah. Requisite. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. But I thought that yeah. movie, in general, it was well done. I love Lizzie Olsen. Like, I think she did a great She's job funny. in it. I thought she did a... I think she really held it together in a way that like anybody else in the center of this movie, I mean, in the center of that show would yeah. kind of, I think, fuck it up, to be honest. Especially, I think, some of the weird, mm-hmm. unbelievable parts. She, like, really she really just went with it. it. Yeah. yeah. 
um, Atlantic alum. So oh, yeah. a little biased. Oh, oh yes. whoa. Yeah. I've actually yeah. I've met her as well. Um, She's really nice. sweet. Yeah, really, really nice. And I and uh, one of my directors went to Atlantic with her. She he like directed me in a one act randomly. Um, he was also like a big fan of her because he like knows her, knows her, and he's right. like the coolest and she's very hardworking. And um yeah, she was really, really sweet. And I came and did a talk and stuff and was just like chatting with people in general and was like, yeah, this industry is fucking insanely hard. And like I wish I could give you more advice, but honestly, like let's be honest, my last name is my last name and stuff. And I was like, word, yeah. word. like mad respect, yeah. like own that because we had Bryce Dallas Howard as our speaker at our graduation. For oh, our I remember hearing about that like, speech. It was so hard for me because I got pregnant. And we were like, your dad is Ron Howard. Yeah. <laughs> you will bounce back, honey. And she was like, and that's why I chose to wear high heels in oh, the Jurassic, Jurassic World. World movie to show that we can be feminine and strong. And I was like, that's... You can't run from a T-Rex in them heels. That is so, like, yeah. second wave... I think yeah, yeah. engage with it like yeah it was very strange but yeah so she kind of owns the fact that she's like I get it I get what's yeah. going on but also like she did like a lot of weird indie movies in the beginning yeah. of her career she to did, like yeah. build her cred you know she did Romeo and Juliet at some dirty downtown theater with like a bunch of actors who were not very good apparently it's <laughs> like you know yeah she like she she was under studies nice. while she was in school yeah. still. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I respect that. Cause she could just yeah. have become a talking head on like some That's influencer true. thing and gotten into the industry that way and she didn't. So Yeah. I don't know. At least she had something to back it up. At least her work totally. head, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think she did a really good job in the old, old style episodes too. Definitely. Because yeah, I know I, I have like a pretty encyclopedic knowledge of like I Love Lucy and Dick Van Dyke show and like I Dream of Jeannie and um, the original Bewitched because I used to watch TV Land as a young tot because I, I, I guess, didn't have friends. Um, <laughs> I don't know. In the summer, I just remember I would like when my mom wasn't awake yet. I would like sneak downstairs and watch old TV. Mm-hmm. Um, partly, I think, because she wouldn't get as mad as if I was like watching Disney Channel because she always said it was like rotting my brain. <laughs> Which like maybe yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some of it maybe, um, but she's like, oh, that's cute. You're like into Dick Van Dyke show. That's kind of fun or whatever. But um, I think they did a really good job emulating. Yeah, in the first couple episodes, I'm, I'm sure everybody's talking about it. I feel like it's not a spoiler to say that like they emulate old style yeah. sitcoms at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and I think that they did a really fantastic job of it in terms of acting in that style that makes sense for that instead of trying to like graft current styles onto that yeah you know yeah it's pretty because that can be kind of weird and yeah exactly and try to make it something it's not but Catherine Hahn is fucking amazing in it oh my god Catherine Hahn yes she was so good I love her just in general she's like can do no wrong in my book Vision is black. We've claimed him. There's a scene where he has a turtleneck on, and everyone's like, hey, "What's this man? Why did he? He, he he's got the the soul patch. He's got a metal soul His dad's name is Jarvis. Was it? There's a TikTok like his dad's name is Jarvis. Yeah. And his girlfriend is a spiritual chick named Wanda. His brother got shot in the street. Like, look at his turtleneck. Oh no. So we claimed him as part of our community. 
I love that. <laughs> he really doesn't do much. He does not. <laughs> he does in not. In this show, which that is points funny. to the theory even more. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I wasn't. I was kind of. Mm, I found it lackluster. The final battle, to be honest. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think it's just kind of budget. Yeah, it's right. a little man somewhere else. On all the black and white shit, make it period appropriate. They spent all their money the and they got to the CG fucking fight and they were like, oh. Uh oh. I don't know. Oh, we have to make uh, lightning shoot out of our hands. I don't know. Just I guess we'll just fly. We'll fly them. You could tell Lizzie's in a harness in that last fucking. She's like, oh no. Up and like, Kevin yeah. has the ability. She has a bunch of like stuff on so you don't see it and like. Some of the other people are also struggling though. I think Paul Bettany struggled in that fight scene too. Definitely. They did not, they did not, they did not help them. Money. They definitely they didn't have money. Money. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I don't know. Would you recommend WandaVision? I would recommend anybody? it. I think like, don't take it too seriously. If you've heard yeah. like rave reviews, just like be like, okay, this is a Marvel series. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Line. Yeah. And don't think about it too much. You know what right. I mean? It requires a fair amount of patience for the first couple episodes too. Agreed. Because yes. like, you just kind of have to go for the old style episodes and not expect to really find out yeah. what the hell's going on until like episode four. Exactly. Or something. Yeah, right. yeah, I think it is episode four. Just yeah. like take it mm-hmm. for the nostalgia of it and don't, you know. Yeah. Don't overthink it. I yeah. Think that's my big thing. Don't overthink mm-hmm. it. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my brother um, and his girlfriend watched it and they were like, they just said that it was after the last Marvel movie, like the one that's like ends. Endgame? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one that ends, ends. the game. The, yeah. <laughs> the one that ends the game. <laughs> yeah, it takes place like right after that. Probably about the mm-hmm. same time that the West Spider-Man was taking place. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 I I feel like I during quarantine I was like, maybe. I'm gonna watch all the Marvel movies. I'm gonna watch them in order. <laughs> and then I was like, I just don't want there's something about it. I just don't want to watch Iron Man. I feel this like yeah. visceral negative reaction mm-hmm. to Tony Stark. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I can't watch this dude for three movies on his own. And then like 60, where he's featured. I just that's so yeah. funny. Oh, I can't I find, do it. I find Iron Man to be like some like almost the least upsetting out of all of the some of the other like main guys the only other main movies that i've seen is like i saw the first two captain america's yeah see i could uh, captain america is like my least fave to be honest like Kevin seems kind of interesting as a human but i don't trust him because his face is too symmetrical (laughs) right um and captain america is like yeah the usa and so i don't like i'm not gonna be into that generally yeah. yeah, I've never been like a huge adventure movie person, like superhero movies. So I have—I don't think I've seen like any Marvel movies. Oh wow! wow. Okay, cool. Well, what's your what's your genre? Both besides yeah. us, aside from the nostalgia genre that you share mm-hmm. together for the podcast. Yeah, when I, when I was younger, I would actually like go watch horror movies downstairs because my parents got this like batch at create like cable package that had all the channels on it so i would watch chiller downstairs which is like the horror network um and i watched a lot of like old like zombie movies and like american psycho um and just like all that sort of stuff so i really like horror um any like 
horror movie I'll always be like interested in watching even if it's like shitty I do like a good psychological thriller that's like probably my favorite nice yeah what about you Christina Mm -hmm. yeah I'm kind of all over the place in terms of genre like my three favorite movies are Moulin Rouge Joy Luck Club School of Rock so it's kind of like a hodgepodge all over the place I just like grew up watching so many movies because we didn't have um to cable in China because that was like not really a thing and so we would just go to the store next to my apartment that sold all the pirated dvds and we would watch like filmed things inside movie theaters on dvd (laughs) nice so I kind of had to just like watch whatever my parents were watching Mm -hmm. so it was kind of like it's all over the place. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. What have you been watching recently? Um, in terms of movies, I've been trying to watch like new movies that I haven't seen before because all of the movies pretty much that we watch for the pod I've seen before. Yeah. So lately I watched, um, I watched Palm Springs. I watched 42, which is like the Jackie Robinson yeah. movie. Oh, I watched this oh, French movie called Une Fille Facie which translates to an easy girl. Um, I watched another time loop movie on Amazon the other day called The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. Um, I watched a Kate Hudson movie called Le Divorce with her and Naomi Watts, which was on Disney Plus. It's like- That's so weird. Genre hopping all over the place. Liv is is kind of in the process of writing a time, like the beginning of a time loop movie. Oh, cool. He's just been- like our last episode of the podcast, we were just mm-hmm. talking a ton about time yeah. movies and about yeah, watched like three of them. <laughs> yeah. And we watched Groundhog Day. Have you seen Russian Doll? Oh. Yes. Yeah. I love Russian, Russian Doll. Doll's so uh, good. Russian Russian Doll. Doll. Yeah. We love Natasha Leone in this household. We do. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's mm-hmm. so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Another um another sci-fi recommendation I have, if you liked one, I mean I haven't seen WandaVision, but this is a sci-fi kind of show. Um, The Expanse. It's an oh, Amazon yeah. show. It is so good. I'm like not really like a Star Wars gal. Like I watched it growing up, but this is like a space show. It's very well done. It's more so about like people than it is about space, but there yeah. is like space travel. It's basically it takes place in the future where like the universe has been colonized essentially. So like Mars was colonized primarily by people from Asia and people from Texas. So you have Mm. all of these like it's like Firefly. Yeah, kind of. So you have like these Western Asian Chinese people with like Texas accents and stuff like that. (laughs) And then there's like the belt where it's all these white people with like who speak Creole. Like it's very wacky, but it's really, really well done. And the performances are amazing. The main character is actually played by Stephen Strait, who was War and Peace from Sky High. Very, very one of my first loves. <laughs> um, but that, that show is really good. I highly recommend it. Right, my dad cool. really likes Chance. He's been trying yeah. to watch it for a minute, which makes me not want to watch it. But now that someone else I should tell my dad to watch it. My dad's obsessed with yeah. sci-fi. Yeah. My dad, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I would, dad would I was very into Star Wars growing up, but my dad was actually more into Star Trek mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like he's super into Star Trek and just like anything that the Sci-Fi Network put out as original content. Yeah, in early aughts, he was like signing the fuck up. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
So I, yeah, I, I, I haven't like, I've, I'm starting to jump back kind of on to the sci-fi bandwagon with him. Um, but he just likes such fucking cheesy <laughs> shit. Bless him. But like, yeah, I mean, he'll watch anything that the sci-fi network puts out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll have, so I'll have to reco expanse. You said, mm-hmm. right. It's on. Yes. Amazon? Yeah. It's on, it, I think it was originally a sci-fi show and then Amazon bought it. Um, okay. but I'll it's based it. on a book series. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. I'm watching it with my friend who read the books. Um, oh, so he's like able to fill me in on stuff, but it's, it's really well, good. When it's based on a book, you just assume it's going to be kind of better because the detail That's, is yeah. going to be there in a way that on a show, it probably wouldn't be, you know? Yeah, That's definitely. Awesome. Yeah. Fun. Fun times. So do we want to slide into the internet juncture? Let's do it. Yeah. We just pause for a second because we have um, a sound effect that plays. So now we are inside of the drawer of internet (laughs) junk. Yeah. Um, Just to let you know. Do you want to do you want to kick us off? I actually it? do. I was going to talk about something else, but now I kind of changed my mind. In the middle of this, something <laughs> one that popped okay, in. My amazing. Head. Can we please talk about yes. Megan and Harry? <gasps> yes. <laughs> did you guys watch the? I did. I did. Mo says no. no. <laughs> he said no. Lean backwards. Do you know anything? Do you do you follow at all the royal family? Um, not really. Okay. I don't. Read, like a ton of tabloid stuff i do know that like um she talked a lot about like how brutal they were especially mm-hmm. because of her race right um and that was really fucked and right. i didn't see the rest of the interview i've also seen a lot of memes about megan markle that are like you have a million dollars um fair enough yeah Okay. But that's yeah. really all that I know about it. In general, like background wise, I feel like I only know about the royal family from the crown. Like I feel like <laughs> most of my royal family knowledge comes from my watching of the crown. And then just like whatever our parents yelled at us about I was Princess say, Diana. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my mom yeah. is a huge Diana stan. So yeah, right. Yeah. My, yeah, my royal knowledge uh, comes from my mother telling me about it. So yeah. Amazing. Yeah. What did you want to say? I just want to, oh yeah. my God, I just wanted to get everybody's thoughts. If you guys had watched, if you hadn't, like what you've seen, I think it's just wild. I, I'm, I feel like I'm intrigued by the Royal family because I'm baffled that they still exist. Me too. You like, know, like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Still a thing. I, I'm tax dollars. Like I can't, it couldn't be me. It feels like I don't even I feel could not that, pay that tax no, dollar. I don't feel that American as like a person, yeah. but the one thing that I, it feels like against my bones <laughs> to have a queen, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, oh, what? Yeah. That's, that's. Christina, that's, is, is Queenie on your money as a Canadian? Yes, yeah, she is. I was just about Whoa. to say, she is on our money. <laughs> we are still crazy. part of, we're still yeah. part of the Commonwealth. You're the Commonwealth. That's yep. just like, I can't that's wild. And I have yeah. a lot of Jamaican family and they love her. And I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's a lizard. Yeah. I'm sure of it. You um, know? I, so I think it's just wild. Not to, not to be offensive to your um culture. No, no, not to be offensive to Canadian. <laughs> to your Canadian. I mean, <laughs> she's no queen of mine. So. Hey, you heard it here first. Canadian people are revolting in the streets. <laughs> JK, they're like, no, we're fine. I don't care. Well, I know there was actually a like a scandal um where Charles and Camilla came to Canada. Yeah. I think this was like a couple years ago. Yeah. And um, 
there was like a performance by two um i saw this native women they were doing like throat singing throat singing yeah and charles and camilla are just like laughing they giggled through it the whole time i saw like these like, yeah. racist people it's baffling to me that people are they're paid they're to be racist. in to be like polite in public they're yeah that's like, literally your job thing. that's all they ever have that's to why they're so disturbing yeah. so stupid yeah. i'm yeah. so i'm baffled that people are surprised that the royal family is racist I feel <laughs> yeah like we're like i cannot believe they talked about megan's skin color like that <laughs> colonialism like hello i'm surprised that they allowed them to like get married in the first place like it seems like that wouldn't have even been allowed to happen i don't i didn't follow their wedding so i don't know if it happened on like the grounds or whatever it it did it did well i think a part of it um just having watched the crown i think a part of what lizzie has sort of gotten into as an older woman is like she has burned so many bridges of her personal uh family including like her sister and like just everybody in general um by trying to forbid them to not get married to people that she didn't like or that the firm didn't like and stuff and so i think in order to gain more public approval they've kind of walked back some of the things that they were really strict about before Mm, right um and she was like wildly popular before they got married in the tabloids and stuff so i think that's why they let it go ahead to be honest and the fact that he was the second son they were like well it's not direct yeah like she's and will and she's not gonna be kids so that's good because that's that's, that makes us more safe from her and him because white babies don't worry about that what is this what happened those yeah. big white yeah. babies they will big, be the ones yeah. the time um yeah wild i will say i want to say for my for the black listeners there's a couple specifically they know who they are i've talked to them about this on instagram but um oh. i think there's like a little bit of sentiment of like black people especially in america being like well she's not even dark like why is she talking about racism like this? This is just more light skin bullshit. But I'm like, no, no, no. But this is different. This is like a different level. You know, like this isn't just a woman with light skin talking about how she's oppressed. This is like the royal family. Like they don't. Like I'm sure they wanted to take her down. Yeah. Like they're, yeah. they're so powerful. Of blood of color. No. Well, and also, century, you know. Yeah. Like, also, to them, they were like, "She's fucking dark." Exactly. Like, they, yeah. like they see yeah. Lupita when they look at her, and exactly. Like, that's it's it's just it's a different a whole mindset. other thing. Um, yeah. I think that's why people are also so intrigued by it is just because it's like this is this is a I mean it's colonialism. It's centuries of yeah. this family, you know, on a throne, literally in a castle, yeah. being insane a castle well and what really shocked me actually was when she said that like when she was on castle grounds she was like my passport was gone like my keys gone like they held it they held Mm -hmm. my documents she wasn't allowed to leave i literally could not leave because i was like dude i would have fucking walked out the house Right. And walked over to like a fucking payphone, a cafe, been like, can I borrow your phone? I would have called my mom. I would fuck out of there. But, like, <laughs> it's also like but also, she's like, I'm this. doing this. This is publicly what I'm doing. I said, well, I, I think it's also it. like not to be underestimated the amount of trauma that she's also That's receiving so from the public mm-hmm. perception. Yeah. yeah. And people, like, people hate her in the streets. Like, yeah. The idea. Yeah. They, were, they also kind of like her. doubled down on with right. her. They were like, you're mm-hmm. everywhere. You need to not be everywhere. And she's yeah, like, she's like, I haven't left the house. 
right in yeah. four yeah. months yeah um i love the memes of oprah's reactions over the hands why were you silent or were you, or were you silenced <laughs> yes and her and her pretending to be shocked and just being like they what? didn't <laughs> like she hadn't heard it from tyler perry herself yeah also that detail that was wild insane they tyler perry's house when they got like kicked out of the royal family and suddenly had no security and a ton of public pressure that they, la they, they went LA. to la and used tyler okay. perry's home and his security to stay safe before they had an yeah. whoa <laughs> yeah because they were they were living in canada Why was after they left the family and like their address like was a good leaked. A Perry production. Called him. I have so many questions. Yeah. It's Insane. It was a wild ride. Um, yeah. My favorite meme was uh, Harry. There was a meme of Harry saying, "Like you've fallen in our trap, Oprah. We trapped you in a glass box." And it was, and it was for like hands up. <laughs> So funny. yeah, um, crazy. It's, it's absolutely wild. No wonder the British believe in like the Illuminati and the New World Order because like they have they have that yeah the, like, that the, the institution there. like yeah. So it's that like a group a of lot. people literally running the royal family yeah. who nobody knows about yeah and has no oversight exactly. So that <laughs> yeah. explains a lot about like British conspiracy theories that I feel like I didn't understand. That's fair. Like, why are you all like this? You know, <laughs> that's <laughs> why like we've been trapped on this island with this weird family. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> Help weird. us. Um, that's my so th- I'm glad we got to like yell about that briefly. I just think it's all yeah, in- we just like got insanity. a bunch of sushi and we're like yelling at the TV in our house. Like we were just like having a, a strange, a strange time. But like, yeah, whatever. They'll <laughs> fucking now they're in streaming. Uh, I know, okay. good. Well, Netflix so now forever. they work for their money. I don't okay. I know. Wow, they have an easy job. E- easy. They have a job that pays them a lot of money. They'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've got like chickens or some shit. Yeah, they have yes. chickens. Archie's chicken. Yeah. I'm yeah. always like, I'm like, I have goats now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> anyway, that's a different story. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I don't know why rich people do that. Yeah, they're like, I would like to live my farm fantasy. You know, John Stewart's like, I'm going to go to New Jersey. Like, why, okay. John Stewart? Yeah, meanwhile, he's like, never mind, just kidding. I'm back to TV. <laughs> Must be nice. Anyway. <laughs> Any internet junk y'all stumbled across or any final thoughts on the royal family business? Um, there was a TikTok that I saw the other day of um, this husband and wife, instead of refinishing their kitchen during quarantine, they built a video store in their basement. Oh, I saw that. Where they like had wild. all these VHS tapes and like Aww. movies and Blu-rays. So they built like a functioning looking like video rental store with like a counter and like snacks and stuff. And then they built like a reviewing room with recliners and TVs. And I was like, damn, that's fucking the coolest thing I've ever seen done with a basement. It's an awesome idea. It was so cool. Yeah. And she said like a, she said like a rental store in their town went out of business. So he got all the shelving oh and like old DVDs from them. Like, I'm like, that's fucking so cool. Yeah. And they have like lots of movie memorabilia around, like yeah. super cool. We used to go to Hollywood video because Blockbuster was too expensive. So we went to um, something called, I think it was called Hollywood video or something or like West Coast video or something like that. It was the knockoff Blockbuster. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, we had a Hollywood video or we. Oh, it was yeah, Hollywood video. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm not making that up. <laughs> no. <laughs> you went to Potomac video? Yeah, I was in Potomac. Oh, in Potomac, Maryland. <laughs> in Singapore, we had video easy. There's no blockbuster. We had video, video easy. easy. Yeah. Incredible. Oh, boy. Mm. 
Anything you saw on the internet? I guess I haven't really gone, yeah, but I saw um, Brittany Broski's like launching merch and stuff. And I'm like, get that, oh, love that for yeah. you. I listened to the, like the For You TikTok podcast, but wow, I'm old. I looked at like her interviewees on that podcast and I was like, oh, <laughs> I thought I was on TikTok. Guess not. Guess I'm not as on TikTok as I thought I was going to be. What is the podcast? It's called For You. It's the TikTok. It's Brittany Broski. Yeah, yeah she, she's oh, the host. She was the com- she was initially the kombucha girl. Yes, team, and then she is like now segued that into having like a com an online comedy career. And for me, she really fills the gap that like Jenna Marbles left. Um, in terms, yeah, of, I could see that kind of like chaotic energy, oversharing, um, oh, okay. oversharing. internet. She's yeah. super funny. I really enjoyed um, her, and, and she lives with Sarah Shower, who was yes. uh, big on Vine. They're um, cousins, yeah. I, that's oh, wow. actually fake. <laughs> it, oh, it is a joke. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a joke. <gasps> Brittany's last name is not Broski. That's a stage name. Her right. last name is like Tomlinson, oh. and she's from Texas. And Sarah Shower is just a girl. They like they met wow. online. And they like moved to LA together. Oh my god! Trendy influencers. Oh my god! Who are these? Wow. Know, right? It's really hard to figure out who the hell anybody is on this TikTok mm-hmm. podcast. I'm. I thought I would at least loop. like have heard of some. You know. Before who are some guests what are some well, names? the first one we have the first like the first guest that i listened to was frankie jonas which i was like love okay him, yes love him. very interesting her it was very i think it's very funny his weird <laughs> persona on tiktok yeah mm-hmm. um wait can you go back because i'm gonna read Sorry, some yeah. of the okay so lauren gray oh bowman bowman martinez reed bowmanizer i know him he oh, does yes. the, like yeah the like kind of real housewives style videos about like nothing oh which are really fun it. yeah okay you gotta go back i got Sorry. it she's like Googling i'm stuff. trying to all these people i know he's uh he's canadian actually i think oh, he's canadian amazing so she claims him um lauren gray i don't know who that person is i don't know michaela uh, noguera no jason idea. rodello tati bruneg I don't, I literally don't know who any of these people are. I feel, I feel old with these names really, being thrown at I'm me. Not saying yeah. they're not relevant. Like they mm-hmm. in fact are, and I am not relevant That's by not knowing these people. Yeah, yes. I don't know. I don't know any of these people on the TikTok for you. Podcast. Yeah, I feel like I, I don't, I don't follow like a lot of people who are like super big. I feel like the biggest people that I follow yeah. is like Brittany and mm-hmm. Peach PRC. Oh yeah, and like that's it. Yeah. I honestly, it's weird because I like when I first started following Peach PRC, I did not even know she was a singer. Yeah, same. I followed her for like comedy, right? And then I was like, wait, why? She's hilarious, but you definitely sent me some of her TikToks to watch mm. some of her stuff. Her new music video for like her first <gasps> label single because she's, I think she's on like Columbia Records or something. Oh, yeah, that's um, amazing. Just dropped the other day, so I watched it. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. Yeah. Was it good? Did you like it? It's uh, her music is very fun. It's very like Y2K style. Okay. Yeah. That is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So now we have the long awaited opinion on Emma Chamberlain. <laughs> okay. Emma We're Chamberlain. Almost done. We are almost there. <laughs> um, she, 
it seems like she's like doing her thing. I'm like, yeah. you're, um, I actually don't know how old she is, but like a teenager. Wow. That's really young. Yes. <laughs> it is. And I'm like, uh. I worry if I had a kid of them being having so much public exposure at that yeah. age. Um, I'm like, get your bag, girl. I also see it and I'm like, I personally don't relate to it in like in zero capacity. Yeah. Like zero capacity. I don't really understand like why she's famous. Uh-huh. Um because the TikToks I've seen at least is like she'll do like uh you know how they're like dance trends. Yeah, it'll be like a half dance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. And then she has well, a coffee you brand. Only, you only watch her on TikTok? Yeah, I haven't seen her okay. YouTube videos. So Was she did you start on YouTube? She started, yeah, she's a YouTuber. Like she came mm-hmm. up with like the James Charles group, actually. Oh. She was actually friends with him before they were all like humongous and the Dolan twins. And then so. they all kind of, their brands all kind of like separated essentially. And now they've become like friends again. But her, I also was like, who the fuck is this? This person, like this person's name is just floating around. I have no idea who this person is. I thought she was a model. Yeah. I thought she was like a model that was then becoming like an influencer. No, apparently it's just been about her personality kind of this whole time. And I will say her YouTube videos are actually so like, there's just something so watchable about her. I don't know what that I can like put my finger on, but like there is an element now that she just lives in like this big giant gorgeous house, which is like kind of nice to, you know, it's like that whole voyeur rich people thing um, that I think is definitely enticing to a lot of people, but her like, energy and personality i find really interesting because actually even though she's into like fashion and all that stuff she has like a very kind of like i don't know like this like girl you knew in high school kind of like bro-y energy Hmm. that's really kind of interesting um and yeah i mean that's kind of like she just got kind of popular on youtube because she was like just an interesting person to watch like almost all of her youtube videos it's just her in her house. Is that vlogging? Yeah, but some vlogging, some just kind of like taste testing foods or like just talking to her camera in her car is like a thing that she became very popular on too. And it's just kind of like really like lifestyle e and like okay. just kind of like honestly low key and like very interestingly enough too, like she doesn't like party. She's not like the David Dobrik's of YouTube, which is like right. very high energy, very insane. How old is he? He's, he's our, like age. our age. Yeah, he's like your age. Because I not- feel like he hangs out with Addison Ray like all the time, like she's 15. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff apparently going around with, I mean, he's been controversial since he started on YouTube. That's yeah. kind of been his brand and his clout. He's honestly, 24. he's 24. Okay. Um, and he also hangs out with like Jason Nash, who's like in his forties and it's weird. Um, Whoa. but Whoa. yeah, they have a podcast together. He's that's 47. I think that's part of why they became, he was, he was a traditional comedian, Jason Nash, before mm-hmm. he okay. like linked up with a bunch of YouTubers. And then it was like, this is so funny and random that this 40 year old guy is here. Who's like this divorcee trying to make his life interesting again or something. Wow. Um, so that whole crew is like very weird and specific, but she's kind of like compared to all the rest of the YouTubers that I've watched super low key. Like she works a lot. Like she works with Louis Vuitton. She works, she works with PacSun. She works with like a lot of fashion brands and stuff. 
but otherwise she just kind of like wanders around her house is on TikTok. like she's teaching herself drums now and like she does like a skincare thing now but she also like is very open about the fact she's on accutane which is kind of cool because oh interesting a lot of, like skincare brands do not talk about that um so yeah i don't know i find her like weirdly interesting because almost nothing happens in her videos sometimes mm-hmm. and i find that kind of refreshing amidst all of the youtube like chaos and like high energy yeah. um, stuff that's been popular recently um and her tiktoks really don't make any fucking sense it's only for people i think that are already fans of her gotcha <laughs> okay because she's clarifies in pajamas doing like half of a dance and then being like bye or whatever and that's like it um, but yeah, her YouTube identity and brand is like very interesting. It's like the hyper authenticity stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, I guess she is like very oversaturated in some ways, but in other ways, like I didn't know about her until a month ago, mm-hmm. like at all. Okay. Yeah. Like okay. at all, you yeah. know? So like, I'm, I don't yeah, know, maybe that's just me people. being unplugged or maybe that's just like, she occupies her space in her lane yeah. and doesn't really... Dude, I think I'm stuff. probably more unplugged than you are. I've That's never fair. heard of her. Well, she's also like never, I don't think she's ever done like big, she's never gone on like a talk show. Like she's done right. like both yeah. shows online and stuff like that, but she's never. I feel like Addison Rae is like way show. more like yeah. I'm yeah. here or like the yeah. D'Amelio's. Like, and same thing yeah. with the D'Amelio's. Yeah. 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 But yeah, from like Vogue videos and like glamour and all that kind of shit. Yeah. It seems like Emma Chamberlain is kind of trying to stay in sort of like the fashion lane. She's kind of found Mm -hmm. her lane there and is kind of trying to stay in it. But she is also like, I do worry a little bit that she's kind of helping bring back like heroin chic Mm -hmm. energy because like her style is cool. But I think part of the reason that she looks cool wearing it is because she's fucking so skinny. She's in my teeth. I don't know. Like I was gonna say, I mean, she's a she's yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, she's a super everything. skinny nineteen-year-old yeah. who has like very bad digestion problems. Like she talks about it all the oh, time how her stomach mm-hmm. is terrible and she like can't eat half the things and you know whatever. And it's like it is a little nerve-wracking that Gen Z is like, I want to wear low-rise jeans and be like the skinniest person in the world. I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're not really, gonna let's not do that again. I really like yeah. what you said where it's like wear whatever you want, but we need to be honest that the trend is not a low-rise jeans look. The trend is a flat stomach. Yeah. Yes. Totally. And like, let's not bring that back as right. being the only way that people can be. Um, Especially when I think I used to love. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, we've made so much progress, I thought, yeah, in the past few years with different body types. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I get I get where you're coming from. Yeah. That's the only thing about Emma Chamberlain that worries me is the idea that, like, she's helping kind of shepherd in this, like, hyper thin fashion. But otherwise, like, I don't know, I find her kind of I find her content to just be kind of chill. Yeah. Well, now I want to check her out, like, on YouTube. I'm, like, yeah, intrigued. maybe watch one of her YouTube videos and see if it, like, vibes. Who knows? It, yeah. It's not everybody's cup of tea. I watch I watch vloggers kind of all the time. I find it mm-hmm. that the whole YouTube space to be so fascinating. And I just, I've been, I don't know. It's so enmeshed with entertainment now. There's, yeah. like, almost no separating it. You know? Like, the idea that, like, yeah. these people are going to be the people that we're talking to and about when we're you know, acting on big shows or writing for big shows. It's like, can we get blah, blah, blah to do a walk on? Like, 
Yeah. Is this person going to pivot like Liza yeah. Kowalski and become like mm-hmm. a huge name in traditional media too? Like, right. These people could sneeze and take away <laughs> all of our jobs <laughs> yeah. in traditional media. Yeah. And yeah. I think that a lot of people who come up in like acting yeah. schools and film schools don't think to give yeah. them the credit. Well, and I will say, I just want to say in terms of like, I think especially in the acting sphere, yeah. I will say, I think there's a big something to be said for training and not yeah, that, you know, true. you know, blah, blah, it's expensive. We should reform that a hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I think that you guys do hold a little bit of a camp. You, 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 they could definitely take your job. Like that's definitely real. Like they could take your job. And they would be better at it. Yes, is what you're I trying think, to say. Yes, exactly. Thanks, Liv. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, like I mean, we had and not in, to disparage them either. I'm not trying to like. Shift but also, like that. indoor scoop, we gave you guys a lot of scoops. So now I guess I'll, I'm gonna say this that I found out via the grapevine that. Logan Paul was auditioned for SNL and that he was sought Disgusting. for that. But uh, why? Because of internet clout. <laughs> because of clout, because of they were scared about internet clout taking over the comedy scene, which it kind of already is, let's be honest. Like, I think Brittany Broski is way more relevant than half the people on well, SNL right now. Well, I, yeah, you know? I definitely like... like- I smell right now. Oh, well, but that's the thing. I think they were in a bid to try to be relevant. They were like, yeah. let's, yeah. that's the thing. When you don't know about the fucking space, you don't know who's fucking yeah. problematic as shit. And then yeah. he had a huge scandal. And then everybody in the building was told to lock that secret inside their hearts and souls. And no one is allowed to know that Logan Paul was auditioned for SNL, but guess what he was? And guess what I found out and um, I don't work for them. So yeah. <laughs> no NDAs were signed over here. It happened, it happened a couple of years ago, but it happened. And I think that anybody thinking like the, the YouTube space doesn't, mm-hmm. couldn't, you know, cross over in that way. I'm like, girl, you better watch your back. It's already yeah. happening, yeah. you know? Yeah, totally, mm. totally. But it's concerning because we want to make sure that those are like good people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just think you guys are really talented. And like when it comes to working with people on sets, I always prefer someone with just like an iota of training and like working with in more collaborative Right. in general see it as a I job really like, too exactly rather than like, yeah. yes, it was a Their professional moment, environment you know? yeah so i like working with you guys anything else to to, to talk um about well now there? i'm thinking about vloggers i used to watch i was yeah. like big into like the british vlogging people yes. when i was in high school like the zoella alfie did you hear about i used to watch zoella Yes, I was just gonna say Zoella. I was pregnant. Zoella, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I'm so. Excited. I also did not know until like very recently that Tanya and Jim are divorced, and he is now expecting with somebody else. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, wild. Because she's well, she's trying to be an act, like a legit actress. Yes, yeah. Days, and she was like in a a random play on the West End and stuff right before they got divorced. So yeah, they were pivoting big time. Yeah. I still watch like Colleen Ballinger. She's Miranda Sings mm-hmm. and she yeah. vlogs and she has like a kid and stuff. And I, mm-hmm. I watch them now for different reasons, but it's still because mm-hmm. they're a little older than me. Right. And I want like, there's like an aspirational element, of course, but like he's an act, he's a working actor and she's like a working influencer and like they have a kid and they're trying to figure out how to like make that work and mm-hmm. like work full time and be parents full time and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. 
um, about like establishing that because I feel like everybody else who's been like super famous and in the industry and has kids, they just go like, Oh yeah, I have like a nanny. I have like a fleet yeah. or whatever. And you never know how they're like organizing it behind the scenes. Cause they don't want to talk about that, which is fine. Yeah. But that's why I find some of this stuff kind of like still interesting and relevant. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, as just a last, like uh, I recently watched face off with <laughs> Nicholas Cage yes. and John Travolta. Oh my amazing. God. I, I highly recommend it. I have not seen that movie in so long. If you want to see just like an insane movie, but also you like love watching Nicolas Cage and you don't care about what's possible in modern (laughs) medicine, um, I would really recommend it. That is an absolutely unhinged wreck and I love it. Yeah. That's such a great way of describing it too. That's a good pitch. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched that in so it's long. Awesome. That makes me want to go watch it. Same, I know. <laughs> there so. are two genders, and it is One Tree Hill and Face Off, and that's that's it. It's no in between. <laughs> I thought you were going to say John Travolta and Nicholas Cage. <laughs> 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 Those are the two genders. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, amazing. Thanks for being on our podcast and thanks for oh, having yeah. us on yours. Of course. So much fun talking yeah. about Heathers. Um, where can the people find you? Let's remind them again. Totally. Um, if you'd like to follow the pod, it's at Movies That Raised Us on Instagram. We also have a pop in TikTok. It's at Movies That Raised Us Pod. Yeah, you can find our podcast on any streaming service. We're there. It's just movies that raised mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Amazing. Yay. Yay. And you can follow us at a ridiculous pod as always on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me, Alex, at Alex Shan, A L U X S H A N on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. You can follow me at Liviosa, L I V I O S A H on Twitter and Instagram. Amazing. Thanks, guys. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Bye. Yay. 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 Wow, we did it. The collabing. Amazing. Amazing.